From the Newstalk STL studios in St. Louis, it's the Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on tonight's episode. Saving our schools from liberal indoctrination with Andy Wells of No Left Turn in Education. And then former liberal and anti-feminist conservative Nikki Serenity. Also, Kirby Newberry, the king of coffee from DiscountCoffee.com. And the Right Mind studio band, Mitch Murphy and the Murphy Tones. Now, putting the fun in your dysfunctional world, here's your host, Todd Showalter. Oh, thank you, Joey. Thank you. Boy, it's great to be back. I like being here with you, Joey, because, you know, I'm usually all by myself, and sometimes that gets lonely. So thanks for being my friend, Joey. Yeah, you had a show that was kind of similarly named before this. It was. And you were alone. Yes. And now that we're together, it's so much fun. I look forward to these days. And Me there's too. so much uh, production that goes into this show that maybe you didn't have before. No, I didn't. I you get know, to add little jokes in between the segments. I, oh, I love it. And you really, I mean, seriously, you're right. You've upped the game and you, the whole production, everything. It's like we're really doing a show now because, you know, in back when I was just doing my my show by myself, you know, I would just have my imaginary friends and stuff like that. But now I have like real, I have a real friend in you, Joey, and I want to thank you for that. I thank you. Every time I take a shower, I actually say, to myself, I am not getting out of here until uh-huh. I come up with a joke for The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, because I'll, I'll come up with a little joke of what kind of great person you are, and I'll just oh. rack my brain. I'll be in there for hours, just wrinkling up, oh, and then yes. finally, inspiration strikes, and then I write it down in my Google Doc, and then I record it for the show that weekend. That, you know, it's, it's kind of, that's kind of ironic, because every time I get out of the shower, my wife says, oh, what a joke, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of, it's kind of in the same vein, so to speak. We have another big show, though, today, don't we? We have a big show every week, but we have a a big show again. We have a, And I'm not supposed to talk about Mitch either. He was very offended. He After the show, he took me aside. He said, this isn't about me. What I dress like is nobody's business but my own and yours. And I don't know what that meant. I mean, I'd say, I don't care what you wear, Mitch. But anyway, sorry, Mitch, we're not going to talk about you. He was having jumpsuit problems last week. I don't know. The coveralls this week are a little uh, underdressed as well. I don't like it when people come into important places like this underdressed, like Fetterman. Fetterman. Well, now they changed the rules, though. Maybe we should do the same. Apparently, because now I call him Lurch. He reminds me of Lurch. Yeah, Mr. Adams and the Adams Family. I remember that cartoon. He's a cross between Fetzer, the bald guy. Uncle and Fester, yeah. Uncle Fester and Lurch is kind of like if they had a child. He apparently likes to dress like he uh, just fell out of bed at uh, the locker at the gym or something like that. And, and now, but he's gotten the Senate to change the rules so it's okay to dress like a slob. Me, okay, for example, sometimes I don't wear pants. Now, I wear pants whenever I come in here. I try to make it a point to wear pants, but I think that's a slippery slope as I've, I use that term on this show a lot. And I think that's a slippery slope with the whole Senate thing because pretty soon you're not going to be wearing pants, which, which you know, brings me back to – who was it? The, uh, the person that was at Beetlejuice you mentioned? Yeah, uh, Lauren Boebert. She was out at a musical and you're supposed to wear a suit and tie and be on your best behavior and pay attention and not sing along. That is the number one rule when you go to these musicals. And she just lost her GD mind. She was vaping, probably marijuanas, based on how crazy she was acting. She was taking selfies with the flash on. She was blowing the vape smoke in people's face. People were telling her, please stop. And then there were 13-year-olds in the audience. No. And she was being groped by a date. She was being groped? And then she was being handsy back. Oh. And then when they went to go remove her. They she said, her? don't you know who I am? Really? Yeah, the ushers came in, and they kicked her out. 
And she was just laughing and stumbling. And well, she was high. I actually did see a musical. I took my son. We were in New York, and I took him. We were on, we, on Broadway. We saw that MJ, the, the mm. MJ, the Michael J, and that was actually really good. Well, did he show up, or did they have he, someone Michael else playing J, him? I think it was really him. No, I really think this person, I mean, it sounded just like, and I, you know, it had to be him. I mean, they would have said before the show, this is not really Michael Jackson. They put the little form in your playbill that says tonight's understudy yeah. will be an alive person. You're like, oh, no, I wanted no. the dead guy. He's the original. He that, created this part. Believe me, because of what those tickets cost, I, I, I know it was him. You know, they lost a jet. You know, I'm more just like kind of all over the board here. But did you hear that the military, they lost? A, and as you said earlier, it started out the jet was— uh, It's like it was a $50 million jet at first. I thought it started out at like $2,946. There was a coupon 20. and Pepsi points that you yeah. had to trade in to get it, yeah. It was something like that. But now it's like how much? It was like $100 billion or something like that or $100 trillion. I don't know. But they, how do you lose a jet? You know, they're so fast, and they have some sort of radar that makes them undetectable. I'm not even using that word correctly, I bet. Yeah. But they turned on their their non-beacon, so right. you can't find it. So when it crashed and the pilot ejected, he was like, oopsie, I don't I don't know where that thing went. My bad. Well, what would you do if you were that pilot? And you what you, you come back to your your, your what your command or whatever it is? He's like, gee, uh, gee, Bob, you don't have the jet with you. Well, I got to tell you what happened. I, <laughs> I lost it. Let's look up the speed of an F-35 jet real and quick. And he ejected. That means 1,200 miles an hour. So he just he just ejects, and then it just keeps going somewhere wow. for, at 1,200 miles an hour. That's like when we shoot bullets in the air here in St. Louis on 4th of July. That's right. Just like, I don't know where it's going to land, but, but that know, was cool, wasn't speaking it? Speaking of that, boy, that reminds me. Somebody shot a bullet here in St. Louis, and a guy is just lo- lounging in a hotel pool. Mm-hmm. And boink, it, it, the, the bullet <laughs> falls on him. Can you imagine that? It's imagine, like you're visiting St. Louis, just having a nice little, you know, casual float in the pool, so to speak. And, and bullets start dropping out of the sky. In the middle of the day, too. I mean, yeah. what are they celebrating at noon? It's like, it's nap time. Boink. Time to watch Sesame Street. Come on I tell in. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, he yeah. was 70 years old, also. Oh, my goodness. The pilot that they lost the plane? No wonder he no, lost no. the plane. The man who got hit by the bullet when he was oh. lounging. That's a retired man who was probably in World War II or something. Exactly. He probably. I, I'm not good at math, but he's like, no more bullets for the rest of my life, I bet. I'm going to retire to St. Louis. You're right. He was probably, you know, seaside, as they say. Or, well, you probably had like a dust job in North Carolina, and he's, wow, I escaped combat. And obviously, he visits St. Louis, lounges in a pool, and bullets hit him out from out of the sky. It was in Central West End. That's near where you took your wife once that to go is, on vacation I, and sit by a pool. I think that's why Staycation. she wanted to go there. You think that's why she wanted to go? I think, yeah. You know, some of these bullets could be worth something. Well, she so you said, collect them up and then trade them in at the recycling center? Well, you know, now that you bring it up, Joey, she wanted me to go float on a – it wasn't even a raft. She says, why don't you take that, uh, that, that, that deck chair and go float in the pool with it? That makes a lot of sense. Fell wow. right in his thigh. Could you imagine if it was a few inches higher? My goodness. Oh, that would have been. Well, that would have been a story. Oh, like, oh wow. Sad. Well, what do you tell? You know what? What do you tell the hotel? I mean, do they comp you something? Do they give you like a donut or something? Like I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I'm sorry. 
you're lounging in the pool, and what do you say? You tell the manager, I, I think a, a bullet just fell on me. They probably charged him for a smoking fee. Like, oh, we got to clean this up. There's blood everywhere. How dare you, sir? I bet you're. Was he injured? Was he injured? He got hit, shot in the thigh. Or how far, how fast is a falling bullet? Well, probably as fast as a jet that was getting lost at, at one particular point. Yeah, every that Speaking, I mean, St. Louis is having all kinds of, did you? You, 150 miles an hour is how fast that bullet was falling from the sky. So it's not Sorry as, to interrupt. It's not as fast as the Almost jet. Almost 1,200 miles an hour. I got you. I got you. Well, you know, speaking of, like, fast, I mean, and, and now people are, you brought up earlier, there was a woman um, here in St. Louis that uh, decided that she was going to park her car inside a Target. Like, there was a Target uh, a store, the ones that sell the demonic kids' clothes and stuff like that. And and didn't you say she tried to park her car inside the Target? And yeah. It, yeah, and you had a good point. It's because it had a Target on it, right? It's a tragic story. I mean, here in St. Louis, we have a highway that just ends. It's Highway 170, yeah. and then it just ends while people are going 70 miles an hour, usually 90 miles an hour. Yeah. And it just ends at a 90-degree turn. And I don't know what happened. The young 21-year-old woman just kept going mm-hmm. and to the side of the target. Wow. That's a, that's a sad story. And it happened overnight. It happened at 3 a.m. No one found her body until they came into work at 5 a.m. the next day. And the news crews showed up and put it on their on wow. the screens. What a way to go. That is something. I'm well, sure if we had red light cameras brought back in St. Louis, this wouldn't have happened. They're talking they are, about bringing they, them back. They are bringing them back. And, you know, I'm kind of glad that they are because I always like the cameras to catch me when I'm breaking the law. That way, you know, if I want to, like, show off or brag to somebody, I can say, hey, look, you know, if you don't believe, believe that I ran these red lights, I've got it on. I got it on film. I think I know why they're doing it, though. I think it's going to cut down on the drive-by shootings because I think if you're, like, chasing somebody in your car, shooting them, and now you have a red light. You say, I'm sorry, we got to stop this this gun battle right now. We have a red light and there's a camera here, and if I don't stop, I'm going to get a ticket. So can I, let me stop, and then we'll proceed after that, and I can shoot at you again. Do you the think whole thing is a big I don't know what you catch twenty two is that what it's called? Catch they 22. don't have enough cops to patrol the streets, so they're going to install the red light cameras. But to keep them constitutional, they're going to make cops look at the footage, and then send you the ticket. Where are we getting these extra cops from to look at the footage in the first place that we're getting these cameras? And then they're only going to ticket people that can afford to pay people who actually have license plates, right? Well, exactly. people without plates. How do who do you send the ticket to? Right. So it's going to be what is it going to be like a uh, like a football replay? We're going to send this to the booth to see who actually ran our cam- who ran our, our light, that type of thing. They're going to review it and say, oh, let's check the bank account on this plate. Yes, there is enough money. Send them the ticket. That's what it is. That is that is what it is. Well, you know what? If you drive like a Kia or like what is it, like a Hyundai? Hyundai. Yeah. Hyundai. That's another thing. Is that a dance? I think we're talking about a lot of dance moves. Yeah. I, they, then you don't have to worry about it because your car's already been stolen. Yeah. Exactly. I'd like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to have our first guest with us. It's uh, Andy Wells with uh, No Left Turn in Education. He's going to tell us about how we're going to save our schools from liberal indoctrination when we come back. In the meantime, you're listening to Todd Showalter and my buddy Joey B on The Right Mind Show. We'll be right back. Coming up next on The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, Andy Wells of No Left Turn in Education talks about some of the wildly inappropriate books kids can find at the library.
Welcome back to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on News Talk STL. And now a man so patriotic that whenever he sees an American flag waving, he waves back and blows it a little kiss. Todd Showalter. And we're back. I'm Todd Showalter along with my buddy Joey V on The Right Mind Show. And on the line right now is my first guest, Andy Wells. He's with No Left Turn in Education. How you doing, Andy? What's going on? Oh, not too bad. I'm doing pretty good. Um, the fight continues in our uh, education system. That's what I understand. But you're a warrior out there uh, trying to get the job done to put an end to it. Tell us your organization. I mean, you go out and you uh, tell us you there are a lot of areas that you touch upon. I mean, you've got the uh, the CRT going. You have uh, uh, the pornographic books in the classrooms you're trying to get rid of. Give us an overview of what uh, exactly No Left Turn in Education does. The whole premise behind No Left Turn in Education, our founder realized, by the way, we were the first national parents organization that was actually fighting back specifically against the schools. Everybody's heard of parents defending education and all these other groups. No Left Turn was actually the first one that started. And that's because our founder saw what was going on in her son's school in Pennsylvania. She started seeing this indoctrination, this this push for the the far left, this push for race-based and sexualization and sexual confusion of kids. And that's pretty much our main fight. That That's what we do. We're trying to make sure that our children go to school and actually are at school to receive an education, not an indoctrination. Yeah, right. What would be the motivation be, behind the, the, the this whole thing? I, I don't understand why somebody would think this was even a good idea. This has been happening for years. This, the whole premise, and there's been a, there's been a lot of documentaries done. There's been a lot of shows done, but if you look, our whole education system, yeah, it's been an experiment. Um, Think of it as kind of a Petri dish that over the years, people in academia, we're talking, you know, collegiate level, high level academia and politics have realized that if you want to fundamentally change a nation, you can try to do it with adults, but you that that can ends up being usually full out warfare. The easiest way to do it is change the younger population. If you can go in and convince a young kid and affirm over and over and over through their whole fundamental academic life that socialism is a good thing and capitalism is evil. I mean, just very basic. If you convince them over and over and over and over and you teach them over and over and over that capitalism is bad and socialism is good, by the time they're a young adult and they're graduating university and they have been affirmed that their whole life, you're going to have a full-blown socialist on your hands who thinks capitalism is absolutely the most evil thing ever created, and when they get to the point where they can actually get into elected positions – or positions of authority, they are going to put in legislation and try to change our system. Okay. This is a long game. No, They're playing a long game, and we haven't been paying attention. I understand. Uh, well, one of the things, because um, we've actually met, uh, I guess, I don't know, several months ago, but I, I know pe- uh, several people, friends, even in family, that are educators. And, um, you know, they I know from experience, they say, well, this this is happening to an extent, but it, it's not 
the overall, I mean, the majority still, you know, are, are, are good people. They're good teachers. They're doing their jobs and they're working very hard. Now, I so I was a little leery, but you showed me uh, at this function we were at, uh, they were talking about some of the books and something and, and whatnot that were in some of the schools. Um, and you actually had some of these books that you had brought. And I've got to tell you, I mean, I cannot believe that these books were in the school. So do you think is this a minority that just has the louder voice or, or why, what do you say to the people that are actually out there trying to, you know, do their, do their job and they're hardworking teachers and they're not trying to do this? Who, who, why are these people getting such traction? The people that are actually, the, the people that are actually, you know, bringing these uh, types of books and, and mindset that you're talking about. I'll give you a really, a really basic good analogy for that. Big U.S. warship, right? Big okay. U.S. warship. Got thousands of people on it. It okay. takes one tablespoon of engine oil to contaminate the entire freshwater system for that ship. Okay. So you're, you're you like, see where I'm going? Yeah, it's like the one bad apple. One tablespoon. Yeah, exactly. A bad apple will, and anybody who's been around farming, a bad apple will spoil the bunch. Why? Because it contaminates the other apples around, and sooner or later it takes over. Now, I absolutely think the majority of the teachers, and I've said this over and over and over again, I think the majority of the teachers, 98-plus percent of the teachers, just want to do their job. Mm -hmm. They are out there trying to educate kids, trying to teach kids, trying to do the right thing. They believe in the mission. They believe that, you know, educating our youth is fundamental. I, I have no problem with them. Mm -hmm. I have that problem with that one or 2% that are pushing an agenda. And if they can continually, if it's just one or 2% continually can push that agenda, that agenda will slowly take over. And look at the positions they're in. We have school districts across the state of Missouri that have DEI directors that are making close to $100,000. They're making almost twice the salary of a lot of the teachers to bring in this diversity, equity, inclusion garbage. Mm -hmm. So it, it really is. It's, it, 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 it's that spoiling coming in and... and and that's that's where it really comes from. And you, then you've got like a book specifically. You've got the Libra National Library Association, which is full blown alt left. Uh, who in their right mind actually thinks this is appropriate? I mean, any person with any shred of common sense would say, "Come on, this is ridiculous. We can't do this." Well, you're starting to see the American population wake up. Our U.S government are at our national level government is finally starting to open their eyes. They, they, somebody thought it would be a great idea in the U S Senate to have a banned book uh, hearing that just happened literally a couple of days ago. And they, and it was the Democrats that pushed it. The left pushed it and they said, Oh, we're going to talk about these, these bad people trying to violate the first amendment and ban books in school. And then one of the senators, Senator uh, Kennedy, actually read an excerpt out of two books. And when he read it, now they had to 
they had to put out a parental warning and they can't show that on mainstream TV. Mm-hmm. When it was on any of the news programs, they had to bleep out the majority of his com- of direct quotes from the book. They had to bleep it out because it was so sexually graphic, it couldn't be read on public television. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get something real quick and really straight to your audience. Sure. We keep, they keep talking about banned books. There is not one single book that has been brought up by any of the more moderate to conservative-minded parents out there that are saying, we don't think this is age-appropriate for our children. We don't want it in our kids' hands because it's not age-appropriate, but they have actually tried to ban. Ban means it's no longer being published. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get your hands on it, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain Dr. Seuss books that have absolutely been banned. They are no longer published. They were truly banned because somebody decided that they were racist. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You, so you, this is not a. It, 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 we keep calling it a book ban, or keep, people keep using a book ban. No, we're trying to keep sexually explicit material. It is age inappropriate out of children's hands. That's all we're trying to do. You don't put kids can't buy a penthouse magazine. They shouldn't have access to a book that graphically describes oral sex. Mm-hmm. Same right. thing. But our public library system is getting ready. Now, parents out there, you need to listen real carefully. October 1st through 7th, the National Library Association is having their banned book week. So you are going to see all of these books that contain this sexually explicit material are going to be front and center in a lot of public libraries across the country. Well, and that goes back to the whole common sense issue that we were just talking about. I mean, I think there are certain things that are so blatantly obvious from a logical common sense standpoint as far as pornography shouldn't be in schools. I mean, in the CRT, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm totally against racism for, for sure. But it seems like, you know, fighting racism with racism is just illogical and doesn't have any common sense to it. And I, where are the people that, that that actually see that the emperor really doesn't have any clothes on and this is just downright stupid? So there's, there is a pushback. There has been. Um, two years ago, we got a law passed that graphic novels that depict sexually explicit material um, can't be in schools. Now, we didn't get rid of it in the library system or by age group, and that's one of the next steps to fight. But it's out there. There are people fighting back. There are people standing up. And now we're seeing it. It's not just a small group of people. The, The parent army out there is getting bigger and bigger because more and more parents are picking up. I live in a small town of 2,000 people. I still have parents who absolutely, oh, there's no way we have any graphic books like that in our little school system in our little town of 2000. And then I pull out a book and I tell them and inform them that, by the way, your 12-year-old middle school daughter has access to this book. Here, read this page. They read the page and absolutely get furious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, and it takes informing and waking up people to what's actually happening. And that's the problem is most people just don't realize what's going on. 
No, yeah, I agree. And you've, you, like I said, you actually brought that. You, 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 you showed it to me. I, I, you opened my eyes. I could, I couldn't believe it. I was looking at this book. I even, I don't know if you remember. I said, I got to take a picture of this because it was shocking. It happens all over the country. Every, I, I take those books with me everywhere, and and I've had people in states across the country that have looked at them and go, "This is in schools." Yeah. And then I show them a list of schools it's in. So I believe absolutely within the next year or two, we're going to see some laws passed. We're going to see more laws passed, and we're going to see more states standing up and saying no. Unfortunately, you do have those other states like California that they want to take away parental rights, and they think the state can do a better job of raising the kids than the parents. Okay. Well, That's I mean, the you, next fight. You bring up some, some good points, and uh, and I agree. I mean, it's, it is time to push back because you're right. I mean, kids can't defend themselves, and adults, uh, responsible adults have to do it. So, Andy, how can people get in touch with you? I mean, your, your organization is called No Left Turn in Education. Uh, you have a website, but I believe it has Missouri in it. What, what, is, what is your website, and how can people uh, – reach out to you no left education.us is our national website okay. um, <clears throat> for the missouri chapter no left turn education missouri is our facebook page i do most just about everything we do is based off of facebook thank you for uh, fighting the good fight and i hope you'll come back and join us again be glad to sir thank you Thank you, Andy. Well, that's Andy Wells uh, with No Left Turn in Education. Uh, he's, he's got pretty fired up there, don't you think, Joey? Yeah, and he reads a lot of books, it sounds like. He so he's only lot. getting smarter every day. He doesn't. Well, that's what you do. I mean, we only have the top of the top when it comes to scholarly people on this show, as you well know. they got to make us look good. Mm-hmm. Well, you're smart, but I got you know, can't speak for myself. Well, when we come back, we have a model that's going to be joining us and a model that's gone through a major transition. We have uh, Nikki Serenity. When we come back, this is Todd Showalter. You're listening to The Right Mind Show along with my buddy Joey B. And Mitch, I'm not going to talk about him. We'll be right back. Coming up next on The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, model and actress and former liberal Nikki Serenity talks about being signed up for the Communist Party against her will. Welcome back to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, and now a man so well-groomed he won Best in Show at Westminster three years in a row, Todd Showalter. And we're back. I'm Todd Showalter, along with my buddy Joey V on The Right Mind Show, and on the line now we have Nikki Serenity. You're a model and an actress here in uh, the St. Louis area, and you explained to me that you used to be uh, a rather you know strong left-wing liberal, but now... Over, well, I don't know. I'm going to have you explain this to us. But now you're like a, a staunch conservative, anti-feminist, and the whole nine yards. What is just tell us about this giant transition that you went through? Sure. Um, I guess do you want the long story or the short story? <laughs> uh, well, whatever's going to be more exciting, and you know, just have our our listeners captivated. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, basically, I was raised to have more like conservative Christian values um, by my parents. Um, So they gave me a pretty good upbringing in that way. But once I started using social media, I started being brainwashed with uh, far left and feminist ideas. So obviously um, I started to adopt these ideas because, you know, they're being pushed in our face (laughs) 24 seven. How old were Um, you when this, so this indoctrination began, so to speak? So I started on social media when I was probably about 12. Okay. Um, But I don't think I started 
I guess, being brainwashed until probably a handful of years after. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 26 now, if that gives you kind of an idea of like the time that was, because um, obviously um, a lot of this stuff and the propaganda and brainwashing are getting worse and worse <laughs> as time goes on. Um, yeah, and then I, I started making friends online and got my first boyfriend, and they were all liberal, so um, I heard their ideas, and I guess mine kind of became stronger um, with those. Um, after that first boyfriend, met another guy. He was actually a communist. Wow. Um, so you've covered the gamut. And Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy story. And he was telling me, you know, all the things that he liked about communism, um, a lot of their talking points and whatnot, and it all sounded good. So I thought, oh, yeah, I guess I am a communist. Um, But I wasn't ready to actually join the Communist Party officially. But he actually paid my dues for me. So I was actually forced to become a registered member of the Communist Party in St. Louis. Wow, what a great guy. Um, which I know. <laughs> and he knew I was kind of interested anyway, but he was just like, hey, I'm paying your dues, so yeah, you're in now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I wasn't necessarily ready yet, but I guess I'll go with it. Um, started going to events at the Communist head, headquarters in, in St. Louis, um, and yeah, I was just really into those beliefs. I was, I was vegan at the time too. So I was really into that. Basically all these forces from all around me were, I guess, strengthening those views. Right. Uh, then in 2016, we all know about that election. Um, I didn't like, um, a particular person running at the time. Okay. Um, but what do you have yellow hair? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, um, she was running against Hillary, even though I didn't. Li- even though I was a liberal feminist, I still hated Hillary. I knew about Benghazi. I knew about her kill list. I knew about all that stuff. So I was like, I don't think anybody could be worse than her. So. I voted so, for someone at the wait, time I didn't even like. So, so Nikki, okay, so now you're, and this is interesting. So, even as a diehard, you know, liberal, uh, communist almost at this point, you you were smart enough even then to say, "Hey, with well, Hillary, oh my gosh, now you're pushing the, you're pushing it." Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay, well, go on. Yep. All right. Yep. So at least I still had that in me. Um. So yeah, I was like absolutely not her. Like pretty much anybody else. Um. And then I started to realize how the media twists, like, people's words. Um, if they're, you know, the opposite party, they make them look bad. They get everybody on this bandwagon of, oh, they're a horrible person, even when, like, a lot of stuff they might say is taken out of context. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of started that shift. Um, but what really did it, I met my current boyfriend and we start, obviously we were sharing our beliefs as we were getting to know each other. Our views were pretty much totally opposite, but the difference between him and like the other people I dated, um, he did, he didn't pressure me to think like him. He would tell me what he believed and why, and he would question me about my beliefs. 
So he wanted me to articulate why I believe what I do, which forced me to examine my views more thoroughly. Um, so he never tried to shame or pressure. He wasn't trying to change me. He was just trying to have this open dialogue about our views where we could both talk about what we believed. Um, and every time we had those discussions, his views made more and more sense. So at some point I'd be like, okay, you're right. I'm on your side now. <laughs> and it, it, that was a gradual thing. That was as time went on. And as we talked about it more, um, well, you're still, okay, so, so it's, a, my, it's a gradual thing, but even going back to when you said you were uh, so-called brainwashed, you see that a lot um, happening, and especially, um, you know, certain age groups. And I do, you, I mean, what my, I guess what I'm wondering is, is it a slow process? I mean, you mentioned like social media and things like that, but it almost seems like an indoctrination of like a whole generation. Um, oh, Yeah. And what I mean, it's it's become so apparent. And now, fortunately, I mean, I, we're not talking about life or death situations, hopefully here. But I mean, you were able to see the negative aspects of it. I mean, why? What is it going to take, you think, for is it just you know, realizations like you had? Or what is it going to take for some people that are being indoctrinated, like you said, to actually wake up yeah, more uh, on a mass level as just a personal one? That's a good question, and I feel bad for the younger generation these days because all of that stuff wasn't like the brainwashing and propaganda. <clears throat> I would say was not as common and not as strong when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. So I had an easier way out, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot worse today. It's getting worse. So I. <sighs> I don't know. I think they just need to learn. People need to talk to people with different views. People are so scared to talk like about things they disagree with. And I feel like that's so dangerous because people are living in this echo chamber of their own views. But if you look at both sides, like a lot of times you'll realize we have the same goals. We just have different ideas of getting to those goals. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I want to see what you how, what you think of this. I mean, when you were going through this whole thing, you, there seems to be such an adverse reaction or, or a conception of capitalism uh, by your age group, which is it just a misunderstanding? Is it, maybe that's a general uh, comment. Maybe I'm totally off base. But I mean, it just seems to me from my observations that it seems that capitalism is a bad thing when capitalism is, and innovation and everything that goes with it. That is what the country was built upon. Why is that? Is it, why is that such? Why is it so frowned upon? I think a lot of that is, again, the brainwashing and propaganda. I think social media plays a huge part in that. I used to hate capitalism because I was told that it was bad. And, like, I don't know. It's like we used to be capitalist and communism was the dirty word. And now it's like it flipped. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the younger generations don't understand it. And I see all these talking points on like social media saying communism worked in so-and-so countries or, or some people will say it hasn't worked yet, but it will if you do it the right way. Well, why hasn't it worked yet? And that's a good point. And it's good and, that you see that because it's never worked. And why, are, why do we have such a great country where um, compared to the rest of the world, things are working pretty well under capitalism, so... Yeah, I think they just see it all day like, oh, capitalism bad. Right. So the, you can't the, like it. You've got to be a communist. <laughs> 
Um, what, how's that, what, what are your goals now? I mean, what, what's, a, what's on the forefront for you? As far as my career or like just in general, I mean, because it seems you've had like this giant revelation. I mean, um, how has that has, I mean, has your life improved? I mean, is it, do you, do you find, uh, are you more at peace or I mean, is it, I mean, how has oh, it changed? Yeah. Okay. Well, how, explain on, yeah. explain that a little bit. Well, I kind of made the switch from liberal to more conservative, vegan to meat eater and agnostic to Christian all around the same time. Mm-hmm. My life is dramatically bigger, better in like every way. Like when I was vegan, around when I went vegan, I started having chronic pain. Um, I don't have proof that that's what caused it, but it's definitely a theory. Um, once I started eating animal products again, um, I still do deal with chronic pain, but I did notice it got better. Um, being a Christian, that's like the biggest thing that improved my life. I got healed of depression, chronic anxiety, PMDD, intrusive thoughts, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I learned like around when I went Christian, um, which happened around the same time as all those other um, big 180s I did. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing that's difficult, I guess, as far as those things go, is the persecution. I lost friends over some of those changes, and um, I just, like, you know, see the way people talk about people of certain views and stuff. So I just kind of stay quiet because I'm not really confrontational. So I'm like, fine, whatever, believe what you want. I won't argue with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think our society is in a uh, spiritual battle now? Oh, absolutely. And you, absolutely. I, so you you finding Christianity and uh, finding God, so to speak. I mean that. Uh, I mean that 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 changed you. I mean, do you think that we are actually because people try to make a partisan? It's like you know one side against the other, but it's almost like we're against, it's a good versus evil situation if you look at it deep enough. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're doing better. I mean, you're a fabulous person. Uh, we're uh, just Thank about you. out of time. I mean, do you have any last, uh, is there any way uh, you'd like people to get in touch with you? Or is there any uh, anybody you'd like to do a shout out to before we go to break? Yeah. Um, shout out to Karen because she told me about you and she told me I should be on your show. Okay. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Nikki Serenity Artist, Facebook.com slash Nikki Serenity ST. Um, pretty much every social media I'm on so just look up Nikki Serenity I'm on there um and just a last message to everybody listening uh don't let the media divide us um I think that's what the government wants um when I was liberal vegan feminist whatever I thought um I thought I believed all the right things we're all convinced that we're so right but it's it's okay to admit we were wrong and change our views you don't have to be any certain way necessarily. Um, just be open to new information and don't be afraid to research either. <laughs> hey, that's, those are very good points. Well, you know, I, I think uh, becoming, uh, I mean, now that you're a conservative Christian, you've obviously become a lot smarter too. <laughs> just, yeah, no, I think joking. so too. <laughs> I, I say that in jokingly, but no, seriously, it's great to have <laughs> you on. I hope you'll come back and uh, thanks for sharing your story with us. 
Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. I would definitely love to be back. All right. Thank you very much. Well, that's uh, Nikki Serenity that was with us. And um, she's a, a model, actress, and uh, she went through the whole transformation of going uh, from being a diehard liberal communist, Joey. Wow. I don't think we've ever had a former communist on the show, have we? And now she's uh, a conservative Christian. That's quite a tra- transformation. I don't think you and I had anything to do with that transformation, did we? No, I don't think so. It looks like a big thing that she does in her modeling career is brand ambassador type work where oh. you as a brand could hire her and then she'll go out and promote. So I think if we could get some she, sort of she Right pro- Mind Show collaboration going on. Let's do it. We get her some T-shirts and bumper stickers. We could do that. You think she would do it? I think so. I don't know if she's... She, she, she said there was something special about the way she models. That's something that she's proud of. What she what she does? She's she's very. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's she's. I don't know where to go with this. Actually, Joey, she's she doesn't she she makes it a point. She got me stuttering here. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't as far as body hair and stuff like that. She's 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 comfortable with that, and she's a beautiful woman. She's mm-hmm. a beautiful woman, but she believes that you know women should they be able to sport their their hair and and shit. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah. It seemed like I was looking at her Facebook page. Did I do page. okay with that? I mean, you kind of like you got me in a corner there. And I was trying to like think, well, how do I get out of this? But then I just decided to say it. She, but she's beautiful. I mean, she's very pretty. And did I do okay? Yeah, it looked like on her page, uh, yes. her beautiful pictures. The brand or the artist or the photographer right. could maybe decide if they wanted her to have. She had body hair or not body she hair. Does. And, and I think just, we it's, should. It's not like she has facial hair or anything. She, she, uh, underarm hair. She has uh, under, under mullets. Un, yeah. under, under, oh, that's right. Then I think she knew that she was coming on the show. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think I'm going to do this just because I want Todd to feel more comfortable. Okay. And I, I think that's where, it, where she went with it. I think we should get some pictures of her sporting yeah. the armpit hair, wearing a mullet, American a wig, a mullet. and then American flag t-shirts that or something. Could be, that could go all with the branding. Yeah. Building the brand. Building the brand. And you know what? When it comes to building brands, that reminds me building of build, anything, really. building anything, Joey. And you know what I think of whenever I want to build something? Because I'm not Todd the Builder. I rely on other people to help me with my building. People like... The Bernstein Remodelers. My buddy Rick Bernstein owns the Bernstein Remodelers. He's I've known him for 20 years. I mention that every week because each week I keep expecting this to be the one where he says, yeah, I'm not your friend anymore, but he still is my friend. So we're going on 21 years. He's an expert craftsman remodeler. They do all kinds of home improvements and additions. And like we always mention, they'll even relocate a wall for you. But in addition to building things and improving your home, they do a lot of side things too. Like uh, they handle electrical and plumbing, any of those types of needs you may have. So if you have anything broken around the house, Joey, they'll take care of that and they'll do it. And if you do have anything broken or you have anything you want to you know, build or add on to your home, I urge you to call him. That's Rick Bernstein at the Bernstein Remodelers. Give him a call now. If you're in, the, if you're hearing this, he works all over the St. Louis area, and his phone number is 314-324-3024. That's my buddy Rick at the Bernstein Remodelers. 314-324-3024. Oh, now, all the way across the moat, Joey, from the Coffee Kingdom, we have the king himself, King Kirby from Discount Coffee. Dot com. How's it going, King? Going good, Todd. And um, speaking about across the moat, mm-hmm. uh, this week, Todd, we've had quite a few uh, right mind listeners that uh, they're looking at their church tomorrow, and you know they're, they're like, you know, the church uses coffee and creamers, man. I'm going to help them out, so donate some 
Folgers Coffee or Maxwell House, wherever it may be. Yeah. And so we just got an order in from a right mind listener that's donating to Sunrise Church in O'Fallon really? off of mm. Twin Chimneys Boulevard. Really? And even a right mind customer, um, Tamarack Road Church of Christ, Altus, Oklahoma. Wow. So discount, discount coffee, uh, you know, whether it's Belleville, Illinois or Clayton, Missouri, uh, we ship and we offer free shipping. And Todd, yes. you know, for those right mind listeners that put in the coupon code right mind, right. You get a 15% off discount. But Todd, this week, yes. If you're ordering for your church or even your school, right. We're going to double that offer. No. We're going to give 30% Get off this out of week. Shut your mouth. No. You're giving, so you're giving tomorrow, the kingdom away. We're giving the kingdom away for a good cause, though. So we're, we're trying to help out the schools and we're trying to help out the churches. Um, so tomorrow when you go to, to church and aunt, see where they're getting their coffee supplies, go to discountcoffee.com, compare their invoices, and you'll see that um, you can save them a lot of money. And uh, if you want to make a donation, just put in the, the notes section, um, you know, that don't include an invoice, and we won't even include an invoice in that. So, um, wow, you know, it, it's it's really good to see um, the community come together and, and support their, their schools and churches. I'll say, well, you know, our listeners are the best, King Kirby, and you know that. But I mean, the fact that I you, know that I mean, and you you've gone above and beyond with your, uh, you know, your trivia and like your 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 free fast sh- uh, sh- uh, shipping and all that good stuff. But now thirty percent off if you're a church or a school. You know, it kind of makes me want to identify as a church or a school. <laughs> but I'm not going to 30% off. And, you know, and on top of that, I mean, you, you know, can we mention that you have like the largest supply of uh, cappuccinos and uh, different uh, and break room supplies? I mean, when people go to discountcoffee.com, I don't think that they're going to realize just the variety of products that you have. I mean, it's amazing. And like I said, I mean, it, 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 you place your order. And almost miraculously, it's on your door. Uh, w- w- the shipping is so fast, I can't believe it. By Usually, by the time I have a pot of coffee, by, by the time I make my pot of coffee, there's a new shipment right there, which is something I'm doing. My, you know, my wife, this morning, she said, you know, we're down to our last Renoco package. We've got to get a hold of the king and get some more. And, you know, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to place our next order as the University and Church of Todd uh, and get that 30% off. Can I do that or that be kind of fudging that offer is for good for this week only okay and it's 30 percent but you know todd i think you you've got a student in college right i sure do and so you know he, he is loving his k-cups by the way he said tell the king because i said well he said did 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 kirby send these i got you know you don't call him kirby you call him the king and he said, did King Kirby say, or did he pick these out? Because the, the Christmas ones that you included, uh, I mean, he said, these are fabulous. And he's sharing them. With, and he has, there's a lot of international students that he's friends with. And they all love uh, the discountcoffee.com K-Cups. So, I mean, you're becoming a world sensation. Hey, you know, the, um, Blake will really enjoy that, that Barney's uh, White Christmas Coffee. That's what it was. That's the number one um, blend of Barney's Coffee. Right. It's got kind of a coconut um, flavor to it. Right. But we've got our holiday uh, creamers in now with the pumpkin spice. Um, we've got the peppermint mocha and a lot of seasonal flavors are, are arriving each day. So uh, if you have a student that's in school, like at college, don't let them run out of supplies. 
take advantage of that 30% um, additional coupon using right mind at discountcoffee.com. Right. And we offer free shipping on any orders over $59. But now correct me if I'm wrong, King, but I thought that 30% off was just if you're a church or school. You're saying any of us can get that 30% discount this week? I'm I'm saying Blake is going to a college university. Um, that qualifies. You're not. Uh, uh, there isn't something we should know because it seems like you're giving all your everything away here this week. I mean, you're okay, well, aren't you, King? Uh, uh, this week only. So take advantage of it. It's okay. a limited offer. Uh, so it gives you it gives you even more reason tomorrow. We're especially at church. Um, wow. See where they're getting their coffee supplies. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start. You know, I'm going to start crashing churches. I'm going to say, "Hey, you guys don't have the right coffee here." Well, King, it's always a pleasure to have you on. And again, I urge all of my my listeners and our listeners, because Joey V is over here pointing to himself. Uh, and if you're even a new listener, you've got to go to discountcoffee.com. I guarantee you, you'll be blown away by the largest selection of coffees, cappuccinos, break room supplies snacks. They have all kinds of snacks. These Pepperidge Farm, like raspberry things that he sends are just amazing. I think I put on a few pounds. You think I put on a few pounds? But they've been worth it. And the calves, really. Yeah, well, the calves. That's why I work on those Mm -hmm. calves. But uh, they're all available at discountcoffee.com. And if you ordered this week and you put in the promo code RIGHTMIND, it can be two words or one word, RIGHTMIND, you're going to get 30% off your order. Amazing. Well, King, thank you for joining us, and we can't wait to see you next week as long as the kingdom's still standing and you haven't given it all away. We'll be here. All (laughs) All right. right. Thanks. Thank you. Well, that's King Kirby with DiscountCoffee.com. And my goodness, 30%. Can you imagine that, Joey? Right there on the website, it says, We ship worldwide, and they're including uh, the military because they have those special APO, those uh, those PO boxes for the military. Right. I wonder if he does anything special when he sees a military order come across. I don't know. We could ask An- a- a- Admiral Andy, but do you know what Admiral Andy is doing this week? What's he up to? He's on a farm. That he's, sounds like bad news, actually. Why do sailors end up on a farm? He said he's helping his friend who's a farmer. How many sailors of the seven seas do you know that have friends as farmers? Yeah, he's probably going to start a commune where everyone just shares so. one toilet. I think so. And I then they all so. farm together. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be. He's going to be like the, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the Scientology, the L. Ron Hubbard of sailor farmers. Yeah. He's going to yeah. meet Xenu and we'll just have to get him <laughs> on the show. I'm remembering that they have the Sea Organization. That's where I believe L. Ron That's... Hubbard was living on a boat to avoid paying taxes. Right. And they started the Sea Organization. Yeah. I hope Andy's fine. Well, it's been a good show. I'm sorry that we hurt Mitch's feelings and he doesn't want to talk to us today. With those overalls, he has nothing underneath. What's that supposed to be? He's been watching Hee Haw or something He's like joining that. the farm, too. He's joining the farm to be with Admiral Andy out there sailing the seven seas of farmland. Well, Andy, if you can hear us out there, Admiral... I hope you're having a dang good time bringing the crops. Well, I've had a good time. You've had a good time, Joey? Yeah, I think we met some interesting people, and that's the best part of this show is you never know who you're going to get each week. You never know. It's kind of like, you know, that's why at home I take all the labels off the cans, you know, the canned goods. Yeah. Because well, that way when my wife opens a can of something, you know, it could be, it could be you know, strained peaches or it could be green beans. You never know because you never know what you're going to get when you open one of those cans. I like a good surprise. I like a good surprise. Yeah. Doesn't everybody? Well, thank you all for joining us. I've had a great time. Mitch hasn't had a great time. But I'm Todd Showalter. You've been listening to Right Mine along with my good buddy, Joey V. And remember, like I always say, if you don't have a right mind, you don't have a mind at all. Till next time, bye-bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. To find out about all things Todd, go to studiotodd.com. We will see you next Saturday night at 5 p.m. right here on 1019-941 News Talk STL and always streaming online at newstalkstl.com. Come